even though I ended up appreciating a lot many of my teammates in, in the States, it was more of a professional achievement. The other one is just pure emotion. Olympic Channel Podcast. That was Olympic champion Mano Ginobili. I'm Ed Knowles, and this is the official Olympic Channel Podcast. Each week, we find for you the biggest Olympic talking points and talk to some of the world's best athletes about all things Olympic. Today, it's a bit of a bonus podcast about the golden generation, Argentina's gold medal winning basketball team from Athens 2004. We've got a brand new Five Rings film all about that very thing. Coming up, we've got interviews with both directors and one of them has won an Oscar, by the way. Anyway, if you don't know exactly what this story is all about, we have our man, Sam Friedman, who's gonna fill you in about it right now. Olympic Channel Podcast. No one is more competitive than, than Manu Ginobili, and that includes Michael Jordan, that includes Kobe Bryant, any player you want to name, LeBron James, you name it, no one is more competitive. That was basketball journalist Mike Monroe. Manu won everything in basketball. Four NBA championships with the San Antonio Spurs, a EuroLeague title with Bologna of Italy, and an Olympic gold with Argentina. Here's Larry Brown, then head coach of Team USA, and David Stern, then NBA commissioner, on what made Manu successful. Manu's figured out a way to help win a game. If you took a blood sample, you would find that he has iced water in his veins. He would make plays that were so fearless and so dangerous. The best way to coach Manu, as great as he is, is to just let Manu be Manu. And uh, one day I came to him and I said, Manu, what, you know, you be the coach. What are you going to tell the player? That, why you're doing this and this? He said, I am Manu. This is what I do. That was head coach Greg Popovich of the San Antonio Spurs, where Manu spent his full 16-year NBA career. Manu scored on the buzzer against Serbia and Montenegro at the Athens 2004 Olympics in the first preliminary game at the tournament. It wasn't the Hollywood ending for a gold medal, but it was the start of his Greek epic. The, the Olympics just had the, the different components of playing with a bunch of friends that we come from the same place. One that I played with since I was 13. Um, another one, the other point guard, Montecchia, I, I used to, he used to stay in my home when we went on vacations. I was nine and he was with me. So, and, and then my, you know, my story with Fab and Luis and Chapu, it's just, we're good brothers and we are now planning vacations together. So it's, it's a type of, of a different feeling. The feeling in Argentina at the time though was tough. Financial problems on a big scale. In Argentina tonight, a second day of exploding rage over an economic crisis. There are riots in the streets, and tonight it is not clear who, if anyone, is in charge. Two days of rioting in the streets, reportedly leaving 20 people dead, 250 wounded after years of economic crisis. A 43-month recession, half the population living below the poverty line, 18% unemployment and more than a billion dollars in public debt. 
Think about what a 43-month recession actually means. Difficult. But this brought the team together, and Argentina triumphed. First off, they beat the dream team, Team USA. They had players like LeBron James, Tim Duncan, Dwayne Wade, and others. But the U.S. had their own distractions. Here's then-head coach Larry Brown. We had a bombing in Turkey when we training. There were so many things that were difficult. We landed in Yugoslavia. They had tanks and armed soldiers all over the place. Even when the U.S. team got to Athens, security was a big concern. We didn't stay in the Olympic Village. We stayed in the, you know, Queen Mary II with gunboats and armed people all around going through metal detectors. And it wasn't an atmosphere that was conducive to, you know, kids relaxing and enjoying the experience. So people say, oh, that's an excuse. No, that was real. Even so, in Argentina, few thought that at the beginning of the Olympics, they could beat USA in the semis. Look at the joy on the Argentinian faces and the disappointment in the United States. No gold medal for the United States men. Argentina were now guaranteed a medal. They went on to beat Italy in the final and became Olympic champions. And a celebration starting for Argentina. Their first ever medal in Olympic basketball will be gold. And even with all of his rings, for Manu, that Olympic medal is something special. Even though I ended up appreciating a lot many of my teammates in, in the States, it was more of a professional achievement. The other one is just pure emotion, um, pure uh, instinctual or whatever. Um, so it's, it's at a different level. It's like you, almost that like you, you can't compare them. Sam. So we stopped by the Golden Generation premiere in Buenos Aires to chat to both directors. Juan Jose Campanella directed the Oscar-winning film Secretos de Sus Ojos. So I started off by asking him what drew him to this story. Olympic Channel Podcast. It's a milestone in Argentinian sports and, and hard too because it comes from, you know, everything that has to do with the Olympics. It's not the, it doesn't have the aura of, uh, of commercial stuff around it. You know, there, are, there, there, are, there isn't any of that backstabbing or, or who's playing who, who bought who, you know, and all that, 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 that the, the World Cup, which is another passion of ours, as, as I'm sure of, your, of yours too, <laughs> yes. you know, uh, has, you know. Uh, this is pure, it's pure sports, it's pure heart. And the story of these guys, you know, to us it was it was just amazing. It was just amazing. It stays. It's 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 branded in our in our national psyche. And and when the Olympic Committee came to us to you know to to do it, we were jumped at it. Yeah. I think one of the things that Frank Marshall always says, the executive producer, he's produced things like Jurassic Park. Yes, one or two quite big films. And he always says that the uh, it's the rich archive is something that you can just get your hands on. And there's that shot, isn't there, of when Manu scores just before the buzzer. And it's just iconic, I suppose. It's, it? it's just, you know, as a filmmaker and a, and a narrator, and I'm sure that Frank Marshall would agree with me, 
we were we were like, why wasn't that the final game? You know, <laughs> why wasn't that the final game? <laughs> we had to adhere to history here. So, <laughs> but it was just it was such an amazing uh, uh, film thing. I mean, you could, I mean if. if if you were making the cliche of a film, you win in the last second, you know. Uh, but it was—it's it, just incredible, you know. It's really—we it would have liked—I would have liked as a as a um, as a fiction director to go in there and reshoot it, you know, from different <laughs> camera angles and all that. And it's, but it's yes, yeah, just amazing, yeah. It doesn't get much Hollywood. Than it doesn't the, get than many than more Hollywood than that. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the roar. And the balls in the air, you exactly. know. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, that's pretty Hollywood as it goes. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned a little bit about the Argentinian spirit and being underdogs. And this team, this particular team, really summed that up. And, and they're all still friends. They all they all get along very good. We found that we found that out while making the film. You know, they get along famously. And in fact, uh, Manu uh, asked uh, very particularly, he insisted that he was going to be treated as one of the team in the show, not as you know the star or anything like that, because any, everything that happened to their careers happened after this. You know, so so uh, the it's it's a great. There's a great team spirit with, uh, among them, and it's, you know that that's something that you don't see very often. You know, because you, as another Hollywood thing is that after success they all fight and you know and <laughs> yeah. they go separate ways, and and uh, it did not happen here. One of the things at the moment is it that it's the Youth Olympic Games here in, in Buenos Aires, and sometimes I guess it gets lost a bit the power of sport to inspire people and change people's life. I mean, you've seen it firsthand here. A lot of these young men. Yes. Went on to become legends, especially Manu. Yes, and exactly. and did you would you agree with that statement that the sport has the power to really change lives? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, in 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 a way, for for a lot of people, unfortunately, it's almost like the only way that they can you know that they aspire to change their lives in our social situation sometimes. Uh, but absolutely, I mean, we had. From the beginning, I'm, 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 uh, I know that I look in my 20s, but I'm actually 59 years old, and I, you know, I remember when you know we're not a we're not a country that has these things happening in every Olympics. You know, we don't always get to the top, or we don't always get a number one. And I remember when I was a teenager, Vilas, you know, in, the, in tennis, uh, and everybody was playing tennis. You know, and they, they, we had a whole generation of tennis players. And the same thing happened here with the golden generation. You know, in terms of basketball. And it's coming out on uh, Olympic Channel on October 22nd, which is the day that this podcast will be out. So you can go and watch it right now. If someone is about to go and see it after listening to this, what Argentinian snack should they be uh, stocking up their fridge with? On uh, what are you recommending for Argentinian food to get into the Argentinian mood? If some, uh, oh, to to watch at home? Yes. Of oh, course, I was going to say un chorizo, you know, sandwich <laughs> chorizo. But um, well, if you can get any caramel dulce de leche, that would be that would be the thing. It's very mm -hmm. very very sweet, and very very good. <laughs> okay. Highly recommended. Thank you very much, okay. for joining us. Thank you. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel podcast. podcast. Camilo Antoli is the other director, and I started off talking to him about the responsibility to tell this story correctly. To make a portrait of about this generation is it was a really huge weight on my 
on my shoulders because, you know, most of the, you know, every Argentinian guy and girl loves these kids because they accomplished something that it was, you know, a miracle, you know, to, to, to get there, uh, starting in, in maybe in a small neighbor, neighborhood club with maybe 10, 10 guys uh, training. It's it's something astonishing, you know. It's it's un unbelievable, and uh, you know it's it's difficult to to try to to show this spirit and, and try to share with the the people that know don't know these guys. So uh, yeah, it, it was uh, a responsibility, but uh, you know my my prior film it was about the Falkland War. So I I used to do. <laughs> to have this in my shoulders because, you know, I, I try to, to show the complexity uh, about the football uh, or soccer uh, and in the middle of that world with a character. So, uh, you know, always you have to, to take risks. And, but I, I mainly thought that the, the goal of the film is to show the spirit to the rest of the world because we know that these guys are special, but we want to share it with the world. <laughs> it, there is one particular really amazing moment which you couldn't write in a script in Hollywood because they would say it was too cheesy. Is when well, Manu uh, puts the, just before the buzzer goes off against Serbia Montenegro uh, in the last minute. You know, during the film, we, in several times, we, we start to cry while we interview the guys. The guys started to cry. And it, it was, uh, you know, it's, it, for us, it's, it's shock to be there with Manu in the locker room where, where he started his career in, in NBA. And, and of course, I think that the most, uh, you know, important thing is, 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 is to understand the spirit of these guys because you know, uh, today they 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 show in in his particular life the same spirit, the same character, the, the same uh, you know love for the life that it has in in the field in the court. So um, it's is amazing and how they push uh, his limits out of the boundaries in everything that he uh, he started. So. Uh, Pepe Sanchez in Bahia Blanca doing building a huge, huge, huge stadium in, in a you know in a small town. So, but they are passionate about basketball. Remember, outside the USA, you can watch the Golden Generation documentary today at OlympicChannel.com. Remember to subscribe to the Olympic Channel podcast for the very best interviews every single Wednesday. Follow us on social platforms. We are at Olympic Channel on every single one of them. And you can get me on at Eddie Knowles with an I-E. Reviews, especially on iTunes, are all good. It helps other people find us. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. That's it for now. See you soon. Think like an Olympian. Olympian.